Hello, Earth Dwellers, and welcome to this week's episode of Connections to the Cosmic Gateway, the only Earth-bound portal to your spiritual wellness. We are your hosts, Juniper, Grace, and Deandra. Today, uh, to your metaphysical toolbox, we are going to start our journey into tarot, and we are going to start with learning about uh, the major arcana cards, which is uh, the magician and the high priestess. We're also going to talk about the tarot cards and the connection, planetary connection. Absolutely. So the astrology, I'll throw some Ayurveda in there. Uh, some tips and tricks. We'll also be talking a little bit about the elements that relate to the cards. Yeah, which is going to be super excited because I don't know all that kind of stuff. Um, so I also want to just say before we start this episode, uh, just a reminder, keep sending in those questions uh, to our Instagram. That is CC Gateway. Um, we love hearing from you guys. Also, have Instagram. That's cool. You can email us with your questions at connections to the cosmic gateway at gmail.com. Uh, in the very near future, we are going to be doing a Q&A podcast. Uh, so, yeah, keep those questions rolling in and keep an eye out for that announcement date. Uh, so let's get right into it. Let's start. We're starting at one, the magician. Um, so we're going to start here. Just a reminder. Um, technically in air quotes, uh, the fool is the first card in a tarot deck. Oh. It is card zero. Is it kind of like the joker in a card deck? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. New beginnings. Well, it, the ter- the fool is all about new beginnings. Nice. But yeah, that's a good way to look at it. It's okay. kind of like, it's kind of like that. Um, however, tarot, the major arcana is a circle. So as soon as you get to the end of it, you will begin again. Okay. And just to pause, uh, major arcana... Oh, Major Arcana being, like, the Fool, the Magician. The main cards the in the deck? The main cards in the deck, your first 22. Okay, and there is something I do want to jump in and mention before you dive into the Magician. Mm-hmm. There is a Tarot 101 available on our podcast, so if you haven't listened to that, I do highly recommend, because Juniper has some really great information that will help frame this conversation for you. Yeah, and so will the astrology one that Deandra did. It will help frame both. Yeah. Because here we're combining both of those ideas into one. Yeah. And if you kind of want to get an idea and an overall view so you understand this at the level you'll need to, I would highly recommend. Yes. 100%. Yep. Uh, so let's talk about what the Magician card looks like. Uh, so I have a card in front of us of the a Magician. beautiful golden one. <laughs> I love these decks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what does the card look like? Uh, there's a man in the center of the card. He's dressed in a red robe uh, with white gown underneath. He uh, has a s- belt, uh, which is actually a snake eating his tail. Uh, this is a symbol of unity never ending. He wears a headband, and to me, this has always been like, keep your hair out of your face while you're cooking, right? <laughs> he's a magician. He's doing his magic. So he's going to keep his hair out of his face. Uh, that's how I've always looked at the headband. Um, and then he's holding a double-pointed wand in one hand up to the skies, symbolizing 
his connection to spirit. And then in his other hand, he's legit pointing. He has nothing in his hand. He's just pointing to the ground, symbolizing his connection to earth. And he is standing in the middle being that connector. So kind of like us on this earth. On this earth, essentially, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, above his head is a infinity symbol. Again, unity, um, spiritual uh, development. Um, in front of him, there's a table. And on that table, there is a pentacle, a cup, a sword, and a wand, uh, which are all the suits of the minor arcana. So these can be seen as his tools. Nice. What he's going to use to create magic. Um, there's roses and lilies around him, uh, blooming and symbolizing the blooming of consciousness towards greater spiritual development. Like he's always trying to learn. Okay. Okay. Is what this card looks like. So what is the meaning? And in order to talk about the meaning, this is going to be in every, maybe not every conversation, but we're going to talk about upright and reversed. Right. What does upright mean? Upright means when you look at the card, you can see the man standing there. You know what this picture is. You can clearly identify it. Reverse is he's upside down and his head is pointed towards you. And in tarot, and you'll note this from uh, Juniper, your previous uh, 101 episode, the reversals and the uprights do matter Mm -hmm. and they are maintained the same across any tarot deck. They, the meaning of this card will mean the same if you pick up an animal deck and the magician is a fox. Right. It'll be the exact same. Meaning. Perfect. Meaning. Um, I also want to pre- uh, emphasize that reverse meaning isn't necessarily bad. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people do yeah. think that. Yeah. yeah. So it's not necessarily bad. It's just kind of the opposite right. of what... Because there is also bad looking cards in the upright position like we're talking about the death card and the devil card right those are two that come off the top of my head that people are like oh my god i got this card yeah they're not really that bad one is dealing with addictions and why are you addicted to that thing right and the other is dealing with starting anew everything must end um and so the magician and so the magician upright uh keywords are power construction um creating change uh, creative on creativity on action and motion. Um, at the forefront is power, the ability to connect mentally, physically, and spiritually to each other, to have a balance, but almost a hidden balance. Uh, with the roses around him, he is hidden in his little sanctuary, putting in the work he needs to do, and this work isn't going unnoticed. The outcome of having control of your own environment, connection and consciousness and unconsciousness um, being the connector to spirit and earth. And Um, I think, you know, it's interesting that you should be talking about that because and I do want to touch around that intellectual um, and that kind of mind mm -hmm. that you mentioned and that mentality, that consciousness because this card is associated from an astrological standpoint mm-hmm. with Mercury. Yeah. Uh, so, and Mercury, you know, we're looking at here's this, here's this male power of like creation, will, and desire that's coming through, I know, with the magi- magician. But when it comes to Mercury, you're talking about 
um, a ruler that's ruling signs like Gemini and Virgo. Yeah. And, you know, Mercury really is that planet of communication and it rules what in astrology is known as the third house. And that's related to the intellect, um, relations, connections, understanding, mental activity, like you were mentioning creativity. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you come up with something? What is your thought process? How does that, you know, manifest? It has mm-hmm. to come from somewhere, whether it's inspiration, but then you use your mind, which, mm-hmm. and I think you mentioned tools as well, yeah, um, yeah. in order to let that come forward. So, yeah. uh, you know, and, and like all the air signs, this, this card is represented with air and we'll go into that in, in a moment. Um, those are the signs of like Libra, Gemini, Aquarius. They all have a huge amount of mental capacity because they are those thinking signs. So like the magician, yeah. um, it's just that, and, and it's interesting, and, and maybe I'll ask you your thought on this, Juniper, because you talk about the wand, and and I'll be honest here, guys, I am not a tarot pro, um, and I'm I'm also learning a lot about this as we go along, because the imagery I find on tarot is actually extremely important to how mm-hmm, you read, mm-hmm. and you mentioned the, the wand uh, pointing up and then pointing down, and I think that really... It, speaks to having the connection to spirit and groundedness in order to make that mental clarity come through. Yeah. And that is that planet of Mercury um, that, you know, once things are in alignment and when things are going well, your mental acuity plus your communication are really traveling well. And so um, I'm going to touch on Mercury again and and, and what happens when it goes retrograde. So maybe I'll just let you uh, talk a bit about the reverse. Yeah, because that totally would uh, play into Mercury retrograde because, well, the reverse keywords are destruction, Mm. self-gain, and untapped potential. When the magician appears to you reverse, it's telling you of an abuse of power. So the easiest way to think about it is um, upright, right being the right path. Because there's also the left. I don't know if you know much about um, good and bad, like in witchcraft and such. Um, Quote, unquote. Yeah. Quote, unquote, good and bad. Uh, There's the right path and the left path. Right. Um, And the right path is seen as the light path. And Mm. the left path is seen as the dark path. Right. So that's an easy way to remember it. Not saying that you're going down that path, but you're looking for... You need to control your environment mm-hmm. rather than being in control of your environment. Ah. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's the reverse meaning is like you are and you are needlessly wanting and wanting and wanting and wanting for only yourself. Ah. A bit well, of selfishness. Uh, selfishness. <laughs> uh self gain. Right? Ah, that okay. whole self gain. Okay. That whole selfishness. Uh you're not thinking about the greater good. Well, the upright position is thinking about the greater good. You're here to serve others. At the end of the day, and, we are all And here. so then even I say that again with the imagery, so you have to be in alignment. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then that brings me to that Mercury retrograde. And, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this <laughs> many times as we, we go through, uh, you know, some of the other planetary aspects. But this one can be quite significant. And I, I don't know if some of you folks, like, you'll notice there's this time of month where nothing you say comes, maybe not nothing, but some things you say come across in the wrong way, the wrong tone, um, 
your messages aren't clear, your emails aren't getting written nicely, yeah. you're having miscommunications with your friends and family, and all of a sudden you're like, what is going on? My brain is all over the place, and somehow I can't cohesively form a thought yeah. and speak to someone. Take a look at the planetary alignment. A lot of the times, Mercury retrograde is there. And something that Juniper mentioned um, is about that selfishness versus uh, selflessness and mm-hmm. and that that total opposite and that shadow side uh, related to the magician a lot of the times mercury retrograde can bring back things to your life yes <laughs> and so whether that's you know seeing an old flame whether that's getting a text message whether you know uh something cycling back into your life it's really about looking at mercury as that way of uh, of dredging up what you need to get rid of or what you haven't dealt with yet and maybe even getting some closure via communication via the method of intellect in order for that to be uh finished and closed off and i i really think that does uh fit in nicely with With the the reversal yeah for sure for sure for sure for sure yeah and i think you know i just want to touch really quickly on the element of the zodiac here uh so the magician is the air element Mm -hmm. um and it's also associated, and this is what I love about the imagery, it's associated with Virgo. And Virgo is an earth sign. Okay. So that's grounded, again, with the with wand the and the with wand. the pointing downwards. Yeah. So yeah. Virgos are very grounded. They are very, um, you know, responsibility driven. They're, they're able to do things um, pretty. I don't want to say you're OCD if you're a Virgo, but you you know, I, I know right. some, some of you out there might relate to that. Um, but things are usually done um, in a very methodical way fashion yeah uh but then you kind of need that inspiration coming from that air element um and something i just want to throw in there guys you know when you're talking about the air element you're talking about the magician you want to kind of reconnect especially during times when mercury is quite active uh you do some breathing techniques do Mm -hmm. some pranayam do some breathing um to control the breath and the energy in the body um something else you can do is do some wind bath like wind bathing mm-hmm. a wind bath so where you go outside and this can have a very interesting effect either you'll feel really energized after doing a wind bath or you'll feel really tired mm-hmm. but either way it's either because the wind needed to give you some energy to uplift you right or, or need to clear something out right and if you look at the magician yeah yeah it's like it's it's like it's, waving a wand yeah it's like waving a wand and right waving things uh, i do just want to use an example of yeah, the magician yep. uh you and i creating this podcast yes right doing it for the greater good like when we came up with this idea we were like we knew we had to create something together and we were how do we get more than just our local area is what we kept questioning well what i kept questioning anyways is you and i are not meant to be confined (laughs) (laughs) we can't be tamed we can't be tamed there is no taming of the deandra and the juniper Nobody puts Juniper and Deandra in a corner. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to use that as an example. I thought that was, I was like, hmm, that's actually pretty cool. And the way that it all came together um, was kind of oh, like yeah. magic. So I do really uh, For sure. resonate with that. And before we move on to the high priestess, I realized I didn't explain what Mercury retrograde is. Um so retrograde for Mercury, guys, is when the planet appears, because Mercury's the fastest moving one okay. um, between uh, you know, closest to the sun. Yeah. And so it's when you observe that planet from Earth, it looks like it's moving in a reverse direction. Really, it's just an optical illusion caused by the orbit. 
Um, but the retrograde does have that negative connotation, kind of like what you were speaking with um, the reverse on the magician. Okay. Okay. Um, so again those frequent misunderstandings those things where you're really tuned into yourself and you're not communicating in a way that's for the highest good of all yeah uh, that's really what highest good of right all. and then when mercury leaves you'll find your something leave and, and, and you can talk again you can think again <laughs> perfect so let's move on to the second um card in the major arcana and that is the high priestess that was really cool that it ended up working out that we had a male and a female energy come through yeah and i think it works out for a while in both of them yes for our next few anyways which i really like because it's balanced it's so balanced it's great um so what does this card look like uh there is a woman that sits in the middle of the card um a crescent moon is at her feet symbolizing um connections to her emotions her clothing is an aqua blue color she holds a scroll in one hand with the letters t-o-r-a the thora is the five sacred books uh, moses found in the old testament Mm -hmm. there is a tapestry behind her covered in pomegranates and palms Pomegranate symbolizing fertility and palm symbolizing creativity. Uh, on one side of her is a black pillar with the letter B. And on the other side is a white pillar with the letter J. That is so interesting. I need to know what this means. <laughs> like right away. <laughs> so both are Hebrew r- words. Uh, B being Bina and um, J being Jehovah. Okay. So Bina is B meaning between um in between okay so she is able to decode decipher what is real and what is not real okay because she sits in that in between uh and it actually is part of the tree of life which we will get into later it is the fourth stage of the tree of life if i remember correctly from my little research and it's also depict it's always depicted as black okay in color uh, and then Jehovah being he- Hebrew for God. Mm-hmm. So she sits between truth and God, basically. Okay. Um, she sits in the middle of it all. Life, death, birth with Ooh. fertility. Yes. Um, light, dark, male, female. Mm-hmm. Like you can take this as she is. She's a priestess. She sits in the middle of all of it. Um, so upright meaning keywords spirituality unconsciousness a higher power inner voice and intuition uh when i get this card for myself um it's usually a cue for me to start listening to my inner wisdom Mm -hmm. um trust my intuition rather than what my mind is spinning around thinking Mm -hmm. um when i'm reading for another it could come across as a person who is maybe giving you guidance in the situation. Maybe you're not the guider. You're getting, you're receiving guidance from someone right now, whether that be um, a mentor, a teacher, something like that, when it's in a reading for someone else. Nice. I don't usually use it as that for myself, uh, but for someone else, it usually means that there is someone that you are learning a lot from right now. Um, Both... um, is all about female power, mm-hmm. female, uh, divine female power and channeling that down and standing in your truth. 
And that's beautiful because I mean like even the imagery on the card and I mean guys you can just look this up or even grab a deck but it's beautiful her standing between the two pillars and kind of what you were explaining between her uh, standing and what that meaning was behind it and I just want to touch a bit on that upright meaning and how that relates to astrology. Uh, So you did mention the symbolism of the moon. So Mm -hmm. obviously, guys, this card is ruled by the moon. And we will be having um, some amazing talks here on the moon in future. Yeah. Tonight, uh, you know, when... As we're recording. As we're recording this is the new moon. New moon. When you guys get this, it will no longer be. It will not be the new moon, but it will be a different phase. It'll be a different phase. I think we will be closer to a full moon. Yes. Yes. And and every and every moon has its own meaning. Yeah. Uh, And this one in in this card happens to be a crescent moon. And so why is the moon important? Uh, So I just want to talk from a personal perspective. For those of you who might not have looked into your charts and you just associate with your sun sign, a lot of folks say, oh my God, I'm a this, I'm a that. Like uh, people be like, I'm a Scorpio, so I'll just say it, but I'm I'm a Scorpio. Uh, Your rising sign, so the sign that was on the horizon at the exact time that you were born, if you know your right time, that's what you come across to as the world. And your sun sign is really that reflection of your personality But I'll tell you something about the moon. The moon is actually how you handle your emotions. So you might be sitting here telling me, oh, you know, I'm a fire sign. I'm just fiery. And I don't know who you're talking to because like I'm a super Sagittarius and you've already looked into that. Yes, I have. So (laughs) that was totally directed. That was totally directed at you. Uh, So I'm a fire sign and I'm like this and I'm like that. But you might have a water sign in your moon and that actually makes you pretty emotional uh because that that moon is how you handle your emotions it's how you handle your emotions within yourself and it's how Mm -hmm. you handle your emotions externally and when you think about the moon and it being associated with emotions and psychic ability and subconscious Mm -hmm. and feminine and you know cancer is actually the sign that's governed by the moon um and that's why and cancer is a water sign and that's why they're really in touch with their feelings all the water signs usually are the water signs being cancer and and scorpio and pisces um but that's how you correlate that with the high priestess. Uh, it's that element that is able to also sense the mood of others. And it is the ruler of the fourth house. So just touching on the fourth house here again, for those of you who might not have listened to the Astrology 101, it symbolizes home and family. And it also has to do with the relationship to your mother. So mm. anything to do with your mom and that divine feminine. And we, we talk a lot about moon times as being the – uh, you know, the maiden, mm-hmm. the crone, you know, mm-hmm. um, we talk about that whole cycle of, of female energy mm-hmm. and cycles are a huge thing when it comes to the moon. Um, you know, so one thing I did want to mention is that is water and that cycle of life. So, um, you know, from a Vedic perspective, the moon also represents that cycle of life and death. So water represents our year of years and years of learning and preparation for performing our dharma which is our our righteous action our path in life where we're going okay and so during our water years these are those years that all of those things kind of form and then those are the years like you know when you're going to school and you're learning what you want to do and 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 how that's all going to come together so that you're going to use it during that time when you go into the world and that becomes your pitta your fire your fire your fire time where you're going to take all of those things that you've learned and you've you're going to apply that in the real world so that is kind of how the moon and the water and the cycle of life tie okay. together okay to the high priestess cool yeah 
And so I think um, that really covers it from an up, like an upright standing perspective and and those, those beneficial uh, interpretations of that card. Cool. So the reverse meaning is hidden motives, uh, repressed intuition and confusion. Um, You're wrapped in misinformation. Your guides lessons or your teacher's lessons are not coming through across as clearly as you want them to be. Um, you're unable to think clearly. You have a lot of misjudgment, Mm -hmm. um, in everything you do. Um, again, going back to the greater good, you're wrapped up in what you want and not thinking about others. Mm -hmm. You're not putting others' emotions into play here. You're just like, this is, this is how I get happy by doing this. Um, you're overrun by your emotions though. Ah, yeah. Uh, and you're unable to grow emotionally and being trapped in your own mind. And when you're talking about that being overrun by your, your own emotions, there are certain times, certain phases <laughs> of the moon, I'm not going to name names, full moon, uh, where you've noticed like people get emotional or yeah. maybe a little bit irrational. And really that comes back to that whole thing about going through cycles yeah. because we're always going through cycles, Juniper. Yeah. You know, it's never that black and white. It's that, you know, cyclical nature of the moon and water and that flow. Yeah. And I think that's what you're speaking to when you're talking about that reverse meaning and, you know, not coming across, not being able to articulate those deep, deep emotions. emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Not being able to express yourself. Um, not holding your truth. Right. Yeah. And even how, you know, water, um, it's called Appas and Ayurveda. And, you know, even the way you work with water and water mm-hmm. within your body and how you talk to water and how that water has an impact on you, water holds memory. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're emotional, look guys, how how much percentage are we made up of water? Quite a lot. Quite a lot. Quite a lot. And you tell me the moon doesn't affect you? Right. Yeah. The moon doesn't affect you and it controls the tides. Uh, I know I always laugh when people say that the moon doesn't affect me. Uh, The moon affects the tides and you are mostly water. And you are mostly water. Yeah. And so that means your emotions that you're storing within and that you like this reverse card have not been dealing with, maybe have been expressing in a way that isn't, um, you know, beneficial for everyone. Yeah. That can be that that water, that emotional imbalance within you. And, you know, even from a physical perspective, you can kind of course correct this. I mean, I hear people say all the time, drink eight glasses of water a day because that's what's been standardized to be told. So from an Ayurvedic perspective, that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be drinking water when you need it and when you're thirsty. Um, and everyone has a different water requirement depending on their physical activity okay. and their digestive fire. So even something I just want to mention from a, uh, a physical perspective that you can do to kind of balance the water in your body, um, talk to your water, bless your water, store your water in a copper pot. Mm. Uh, it gets rid of the, any energetic, um, you know, uh, imbalances in it. And it also takes any bacteria or viruses out of it. Just store it in a copper pot for a couple hours. Doesn't, you don't want to overdo it either. Um, and then also eating when okay. you're like, take, drink your water 30 minutes before your meal, sip water if you must, when you're taking your meal in, but it does dampen your digestive fire. Mm. So you're not necessarily going to get the best digestion either. So those are just a couple of tips um, when you're working with water. And it's kind of like, I like the imagery on the card. Yeah. That balance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the imagery on the card and, and yeah. And the balance and how, <laughs> how you need to be able to have that balance um, within in you, you of all of the elements yeah. and, and especially with water. Uh, and you mentioned again in that reversal about ha- being overrun. Yeah. 
yeah. by your emotions totally. and letting them control you. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I did have an example for this one. Great. Again, us. <laughs> Are you going to tell all our stories on this podcast? No, I'm just saying <laughs> us in terms of being their guides right, right now right. and helping them navigate, helping people navigate through tarot, astrology, and whatever else we come up with. I thought you were going to tell the mirror story because, oh no, because <laughs> Juniper, Juniper, oh, now I'm telling the, the, the secrets. Uh, Juniper is like that watery reflection of me and I am of her. Um, we yeah. like to tell each other things that both of us also need to swallow. And so I feel like whenever either of us are ignoring that high priestess within. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to look at it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She becomes my reverse <laughs> high priestess and is like, hi. <laughs> this and then I'm like uh you should talk to you <laughs> no you're not you're never like that in the moment until after like earlier yeah when, <laughs> when I brought up something comes I was like up. yo do this and then an hour later you're like hold up wasn't it just like an hour you were telling me to do this and so I'm like, why aren't you doing it Shut up. <laughs> reflection yeah so and 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 that's the moon that's reflections that's that's everything coming full circle yeah everything coming full <laughs> that's circle. a full circle all the time uh, so yeah we hoped you enjoyed your travels with us today uh remember to hit that subscribe button and as always don't leave earth without us bye